Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Frankly with Faith. I want to get a little personal with you this episode. So before we get down to the nitty gritty, I just have to say, parental discretion is advised. So if you are not 18 and up, instead of tuning in, I need you to tune out. Now, let's get down to business. Sex, romance, but mostly sex. (laughs) We all gotta have it and we want more of it. I have always been very open and vocal about sex. Just ask my girlfriends and ask my husband. I've been vocal about my likes and dislikes, toys and lingerie, the whole nine. But I have a question for you. How is your sex life? Do you struggle with creating romantic moments? Is sex always just the same old thing? On this episode, we are going to explore ways to spark romance and spice up your sex life. Romance. I think some people shy away from romance because they think it's going to be too much work. Romance isn't always some big grand gesture. Romance can be created with small actions that make the one you love feel wanted and desired. Romance is a give and take and both partners are responsible for creating moments of romance. And let's be real, sometimes our partners have to be given hints that they need to step it up in the romance department. Bodyandsoul.com.au posted an article that gives some great tips on how to make your partner more romantic. I'm not going to bore you going through the whole entire list, so I'm just going to share my five faves. Initiate affection with your partner. Show them how little touches and flirtations throughout the day can lead to a higher libido. Huge bonus, right? I can admit I have fallen off with this one with Steven. I don't come on to him like I used to. And that's not because I'm not attracted to him. It's because I've become complacent and that is completely my fault. I just have to take ownership and start changing that. So babe, I'm sorry for that. And I really am going to try to do better. Compliment your partner. Praise what they do what they say, how they look, any effort they've made. Praise your partner to others, whether they are in earshot or not, because it's likely that it's going to get back to them anyway. And so you're going to look super awesome in their eyes. This is a big one for me. It's part of my love language. I like to hear Steven tell me that I look good and that he thinks I look hot. Um, It can be in a particular outfit that I might be wearing. It might be because I've styled my hair differently and I want him to notice, you know, just simple comments can go a long way. Even things like, oh, damn, your breasts look good or sexy legs, babe. Those things just make me feel awesome and I'm going to feel sexy and he's going to get the effects of me feeling sexy about myself. So it's a win-win for everyone. Kiss your partner every day. I don't know about y'all, but I love kissing. Now, 
I'm not into slobbing each other down in public, but if that's your thing, more power to you. I just enjoy the feel and action of kissing. I like the sensation it can create within my body. A simple kiss and even a lingering kiss is like a little sprinkle of love. And isn't that cute? (laughs) Okay, next. Flirt in public. Be the couple that people stare at and envy. Life is short. Embrace it and each other. Public displays of affection from my partner make me feel good. Now, I'm not into overt public displays of affection. That's not my thing. But if that's what you like, you can do that. Now, Stephen is not into PDA so much. So it requires some understanding and compromise from the both of us. But I want to give credit where credit is due. Stephen has gotten so much more comfortable with sharing in PDA and he does it a lot more often now. And I can even tell he likes it too. So when I think of PDA, for me, it doesn't need to be wild and crazy with hands all over each other. I just like holding hands, hugging, maybe a uh, quick hand on my ass. (laughs) Just little things like that go a long way. Make your partner feel special on a regular basis. This one is so simple. You can make their favorite dish. You can give them treasured alone time or go out on well-planned dates. Couples and partners cooking dinner together is a great idea. We love cooking together. Um, We do it quite often when we can, when we're home together when he's not working in another country but um, it's a great way to connect and just discuss things throughout the day have a glass of wine and it's a great way to spend quality intimate time together sometimes uh, we'll rub each other's feet uh, more so than Stephen. it's me rubbing uh, his feet but it is what it is or sometimes Stephen will just run a bath for me so I can just relax and be and it's not sexual the romantic gesture doesn't always have to lead to sex if you feel like you're missing romance in your relationship speak up and also check in with yourself and see if you're doing romantic things for your partner you may realize you've both been dropping the ball now Let's talk about S-E-X, sex. I truly believe one of the best ways to feel connected and to alleviate stress is sex. (laughs) I'm sorry. Sometimes it still feels really weird to say that out loud with you all. Okay. Whether it's a quickie or a marathon session, I think getting it in just helps everything. So I've been pretty honest with you guys, and I'm just going to keep that going. I'm going to reveal some truths about our sex life. Don't worry. Steven knows I'm talking about this, and he's given me the okay. Right now for us, sex consists of the same three positions, and you know what? We're good with that sometimes. It's easy, it's familiar, and it gets the job done. 
but Steve also knows that sometimes mama needs more, okay? I'm just going to dive right in. I'm all about sex toys. I know that can be intimidating for some, but I've always enjoyed them. I feel like it's double the pleasure and double the fun all in one sex romp. Now, it took Steven a little while to come around to this, but he has come a long way, okay? And I couldn't be happier about that. And in turn, my heightened satisfaction and pleasure turns him on and makes him feel like a champ. And I know this because afterwards he's saying things like, yeah, I did that. (laughs) So it's a win-win for the both of us. Partners can use toys on each other, in front of each other, and it just depends on what you're comfortable with and what you're willing to try. A while ago, I suggested to Steven that he purchase this remote-controlled vibrator. So I had him get it, and we decided we were going to use it during a romantic dinner date at a nice and fancy restaurant. We were both really hesitant and awkward at first, but we ended up having a lot of fun and we'll definitely do it again. For me, it was the the not knowing when it was going to happen and the surprise of the pleasurable sensation when it did happen. Sometimes he'd hit the remote when the waiter came to the table Or when I had to get up to go check my face in the restroom, he'd hit that button and it was, it was fun. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. And even though I'm the one who buys 99% of the toys that we use, I do want to try and go shopping for toys together. I think doing that will open up some more honest dialogue and it'll be interesting to see what we both gravitate towards when we're in the shop together. Another thing couples can do is sext. You can sext with words, you can sext with pictures, and I like both. I like giving and receiving naughty messages. It breaks up the day and the anticipation from it is so hot. Now, Steve and I are not always on the same page with our sexting. He could be busy or my phone could be on silent. We may not see each other's messages for a couple of hours or the message can come across a little awkward and catch one of us off guard. But you kind of just got to roll with it, right? Because it's all about the effort. Hercampus.com gives a great list of 25 ways that you can spice up your sex life. So real quick, I'm just going to share some of my favorites from this list with y'all. Get out of bed. That sounds real simple enough, right? So they're talking about trying the couch or a desk or an oversized chair and maybe testing your balance against a wall. For Steven and I, we like the shower and the shower makes for... Uh, easy cleanup. (laughs) We're also, what, helping the planet and conserving water. So you can't beat those pros and there are very few cons with getting it on in the shower. Next, you can try uh, sex dice. We've all seen those dice that tell you an action and a body part. 
Now this one I have not tried at all, but I'll definitely add it to their rotation. I'm thinking a bottle of wine and some sex dice and some music in the background. Now that could be easy fun and I think that's going to get us both feeling flirty and I think that would lead to some pretty amazing sex. Sexy massage. Massages can be both relaxing and sexy. Using soothing scented massage oils, taking turns massaging one another. This makes me think of massaging each other's sexy parts. Ugh, I don't know if I should say it. Okay. I could see how this would be sexy and such a turn on. Massaging her breast or massaging his penis and trying to keep the act of massage going until you literally just can't stand it anymore and then bam hot steamy passionate sex oh <sighs> yeah okay I guess that sounds that sounds pretty awesome why not try handcuffs now I'm gonna be real anyone who knows me knows I love this I think a little BDSM can go a very long way. Bondage, tying your partner to the bed can allow your inner dominant self to break out and surprise both of you with a great time. On the flip side, you might find that you enjoy being almost completely at your partner's mercy. I will say this though. BDSM requires a lot of trust and communication. If you go into this foray of BDSM, it's suggested that you set up some initial ground rules and parameters and a safe word. You don't want to do something like this that's going to make your partner feel very uncomfortable in such a sexual compromising situation. So I highly suggest you talk about it pretty in-depth before you give it a go. Ooh, role play. <laughs> I'm laughing because we have tried this before and it did not go uh, the way that I had anticipated. Um, but role play is a safe and fun way for you and your partner to act out your wildest fantasies. As long as both you and your partner are comfortable, role-playing can provide hours of sexual satisfaction and entertainment. When we tried role-play the one time, I told Steven, I was like, hey, let's pretend to be two total strangers, different people, and let's meet at a bar and like try to pick each other up and... We did that. So I went to the bar before him. I sat at the bar, got a drink. It was like a Friday or Saturday night, and I had no idea when Stephen was coming to the bar. I was talking to people around me, and when I saw Stephen in the bar, you know, I'm trying not to pay attention to him. That was still very hard and awkward. And then all of a sudden, the, the bartender comes over to me and she says, hey, someone wanted to buy you this drink. And I said, who? And she pointed to the person and the person was Steven. So like I looked and, you know, I gave the obligatory, you know, hand up, like saying thank you. <laughs> Steven comes over to me and we're talking and he like breaks character. And I was so bummed. So we go sit at a little booth 
And he tells me how when he got to the bar and he was ordering the drink, he tells the bartender, hey, I'm not a creep. You know, that's really my girlfriend. We're just like having fun tonight. And I wasn't pissed, but I was bummed. I was just like, why would you like break the wall? Like we're, we're trying to do something fun and flirty and different. And now we're not strangers anymore. So I don't know when and if we'll try the role playing thing again like that. I like acting, so for me, it's really, really easy. But uh, Steven's going to need to work on his roleplay game before we do that again. And sometimes, no matter how well you plan romance and sexy times, things don't go according to plan, like I just described. And I can think of another misadventure in the sexy time department that we experienced. So... I mentioned earlier how we both like to cook dinner together. So we planned a date night at home where we're going to make one of his favorite dishes, hot wings, and we had stuff for dessert. And we were going to have a quality time night uh, at home, you know, sexy time. So we make dinner, uh, we clean everything up, we start eating dessert, like in the kitchen, living room area, and then um, dessert goes to the bedroom foreplay is happening and I'm laying on the bed and then I start to feel this uh burning sensation in my vagine my vagina and it wasn't too bothersome at first I was just like okay well you know we just started foreplay so maybe we just got to get you know things going further and it'll just you know calm down and uh it didn't The burning sensation then intensified to the point where it became excruciatingly painful to the point where now I'm screaming. I have no idea what's going on with my vagina, but I run my ass to the shower, turn on the water, and I'm sort of like laying there trying to fan the water towards my vagina. Like I just want to get it inside because it's burning. It's burning so bad. And as I'm doing this and I'm sort of rolling around in the shower, it dawns on me that A, we ate hot wings, and that B, Stephen didn't wash his hands. This is why my vagina is burning. I was so pissed off. When I revealed to him what I have now concluded is the the reason for the burning sensation in my vagina, he bust out laughing. But it's no laughing matter because my vagina is in pain. I'm the one rolling around in the shower, and now sexy time is over. I was pissed for quite a while. We didn't have sex for a couple of weeks after that, but he still thought it was comical. I cannot believe I just told y'all that. So fellas or ladies, please be careful. Wash your hands before you start getting into sexy time, especially if you've been cooking with jalapenos or onions, hot sauce, anything like that. I'm telling you from firsthand experience, that shit hurts. Okay, (laughs) wash your hands. So here's what I think. First and foremost, above all else, communication is paramount. The communication has to be open and honest. I think you have to tell your partner what you're feeling and needing. No one can read minds even though sometimes we expect them to. I'm guilty of this too. Sometimes I just expect Steven to know what I'm wanting or needing in a certain situation and it doesn't end well 
when I make that assumption. So be vocal about your desires and come with suggestions and solutions. Now, there's a sexual surprise I have in store for Steve when he gets home. And I'm really nervous. This has been a long time coming and it's something we've never done before. Uh, and it's something he's always wanted to do. So I'm stepping out of my comfort zone to try something he's always wanted to do because I want to do that for him. Now, if I don't like it, that'll be another conversation because then I may say, hey, I tried it. It's not something I ever feel comfortable doing again. And then that'll be that, hopefully. I'm not going to give it away yet. Uh, I want to wait until he gets home and then we try it and then we will both give you guys an update once he has enjoyed his surprise. And I guess that's kind of presumptuous of me assuming he's going to enjoy it, but I'm hoping that's what happens. I'm hoping it goes well. Either way, if it goes well or if it's an epic fail, you'll get a play-by-play update on my next sex and romance episode and I'll be sure and have Steven join us. So check back and stay tuned and make lots of love, y'all. You've been listening to Frankly with Faith. If you fancied this episode, be sure to subscribe, like, and review. I welcome feedback and interaction, so please message me with questions and comments. You can email me at franklywithfaith at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at frankly underscore with faith and check out the website for show notes so you don't miss a thing. Go to www.franklywithfaith.com. Remember to come back next week for another episode of Frankly with Faith.